0: Namaste. Welcome to Call and Response Podcasts with Krishnadas, where he shares meaningful stories of his life on the path of his Guru Maharaji and integrating spiritual practice into our everyday lives. Call and Response Podcasts is an offering of the Kirtan Mala Foundation. The foundation is dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba, a great spiritual teacher of India.
1: it's more like an ability to let go. So it, when, when, when we were yes, singing but, uh, bef- just before, it occurred to me to ask you. Uh, so this chanting of the Tara mantra is, is in India they call this nama japa, the repetition of the names.
2: Yes, sure.
1: Yeah, so. Maharaja used to say, "Ramnam Karnese Sab Pura hojata. Ram. Ram Karnese Sab Pura hojata. From the repetition of these names, yes. everything is accomplished. Everything is brought to fulfillment and completion. Why
2: not?
1: Well, I, you, I would like meditation. you to tell them why.
2: Well, well I said that in the meditation. Yeah. So Ram... I mean, if you think about Ram, just all the names,
1: any of the names, he was he yeah, just yeah, meant the names of God.
2: I thought it was especially Rama, though. He was saying if you you can get everywhere, just saying the name Rama. Yeah. Okay. So Ram is a way of expressing divinity. Now, now, a lot of a number of of uh, Hindu theologians today might still go for a Ishwara idea, which means to say a creator deity. Who created everything? But not really. It's not really at home in India that idea. They like the Abrahamic type of idea. Like, in other words, that there's one guy that everything can be blamed on. All the mess. It's not really a comfortable Indian idea because, like, you know, the okay, the Shivaites. I don't think the Shivaites ever had a war against the Vaishnavites. They had wars against, actually in South India, Shaivites had wars against the Jains, and the Jains fought back, I would say, yeah, yeah. the big non people. Mm-hmm. They had bad wars mm-hmm, between Jains and yeah. Shaivites. Yeah. They never had a war against Buddhists in the ancient time. Now they, the Tamil... They pretend yeah. that it's a Buddhist and Hindu in the Tamil in Sri Lanka, but it isn't yeah. really Buddhist and Hindu. It's fake Buddhist yeah. and it's stupid terrorist Hindus. Yeah, it yeah. isn't really Buddhist and Hindu. Yeah. And many, uh, many Hindu kings. I, I was just in Sri Lanka and I was looking at the history. And many Hindu kings from Tamil Nadu and other places came and then they ruled the Buddhist there without suppressing Buddhism. Mm-hmm. And the Buddhist kings were there and they never tried to suppress Hinduism right. particularly. Right. But now and then they would have they would they, but and the religion being excused excuse. Yeah. so i'm saying that india has a very strong idea of divinity and so does buddhism you know when buddha was born in the buddha myth the two people who gave him his first bath were brahma and indra you know brahma was the the brahminical deity and Indra was, uh, Indra was the Vedic head deity, you know, the king of the gods in the Vedic idea, like Zeus. Indra was like Odin, actually connects to Odin and Zeus. And uh, Brahma was like a kind of little bit monotheistic type, but really based, having to do with the Vedic ritual, Brahma. And, and Brahma means the sound of language and all this. It's a whole story about Brahma. So, but not really a, a creator, so strongly and uh, the idea that one being created everything and is in control of it all is pretty much not the best flavor in india actually it's not the normal flavor so what I'm, the reason i'm saying that is and i will talk more about that some buddhist sutra where brahma meets buddha where they talk together but um uh, so Buddhists never con- the Buddhists are not atheists at all, but they just don't think there's a one creator. That's that's the main point. And I think that they don't really, when they when they switch back and forth, you know, he, Brahma the creator, the destroyer, and the and the and the preserver, mm-hmm. right? Vishnu yeah. the preserver, Shiva yeah. the destroyer, Brahma the Creator. But then they all kind of intermingle and, yeah, then, and then, then they all the Maha, tumble into each this, other. The one, and they avoid yeah, yeah. they develop the kind of ancient religious pluralism by saying Well, the one I like emanates as the one that you like, and the one, and then you think the one that you like emanates as the one that I like, and the Buddhists and the Hindus did that sort of thing in the ancient time. So what I'm saying, Rama, therefore, is a version of divinity. His name means to play and to enjoy. Rati means delight, and it can mean sexual delight as well as, you know, eating food. Boga samboga can mean orgasm boga can mean eat food Samboga, boga total thing means orgasm. Mm. So so the Indians were not anti-pleasure like a few other people we know about <laughs> in history they were not and uh, Even though they had tremendous asceticism and they had monkey monks and monk monkeys and monk people but but uh, but they were not anti-pleasure really and um, so Rama means that the most powerful thing in the world is joyful, wants to play. Ravana, in the Ramayana, for example, interrupts that by running away with Sita, which is his folk because joy is the, of the male is the female, you know, like the female and the male. They, that's, a, that's also an ancient thing, you know. Most of the Hindu deities have a Mrs. Rama, a Mrs. Vishnu, a Mrs. Shiva. They do. They do. They don't have that poor Yahweh. Where's, it? you know, well, where's Mrs. Yahweh? <laughs> she's just a ghost. She's the Holy Ghost, the Shekinah. Where is she, oh, she's a ghost. Well, you can't have that much fun with a ghost. And <laughs> I mean, it sucks. So naturally, he gets grumpy and he sees people having fun in, in, in Sodom and Gomorrah and blast them. And if I can't have fun, they're not gonna have fun. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so India was never like that. So Rama means joyfulness, graciousness. You know, then there's this little interruption and Ravana is like destroying it, but, and he conquers that. And then he's back together with Sita, you know, that's the, that's the whole theme of that, you know. But the, that the divinity, that the divine wants to come through you, that the divine, even this thing Krishna, that Krishna, and listen, they had color problems in India. Don't believe some Brahmin who tells you, oh no, we didn't have that, no way. We don't, oh you and those slaves and the racism in America, we don't have. They had the caste system. They do. Totally white and dark. If Malcolm X read about white virtue and dark sin, mm-hmm. he would know that there's already a color thing going on from ancient time in Sanskrit, definitely. And yet, Krishna is the dark god, and he loves you, and then your soul is a gopi loving him. I mean, that's like, that's pretty intense. That is intense. Rama's dark and, and, the, and the Indian achievement of taking in the whole Krishna thing, Krishna Radha thing, one step past Raman Sita, actually, Krishna Radha. And the sort of erotic, the unification of the erotic with the sublime spiritual. So bringing all the full erotic energy into the spiritual. Instead of like, oh, the spiritual is one well, which is no erotic. Oh, no, 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 that's the dirty stuff. Ooh, dirty, dirty. Ooh. <laughs> no way. India achieved that, where the eros and agape fit together, actually. The proper eros, proper eros is opening to the beloved. Some pathetic one is grabbing and, and using the beloved. That's pathetic heroes. You know? That's some sort of European pathetic armored sex, you know, like Wilhelm Reich freaks about it. He doesn't like it. But, but India, they saw through that, you know. Yeah. And so, so, Jai Rama, you know, Jai Sita, but I like Jai Sita. I like Jai Radha, you, know? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a recovering, you know, chauvinist wasp, you know, yeah. Yeah. and, uh, <laughs> And uh, I, re- I really, you know, the female element is, now is the time to arise and to put a stop to this nonsense, you know. Mm-hmm. We were cheated out of our mom president. Mm-hmm. Totally cheated. Mm-hmm. She did win the election, 100%. She's like Al Gore, she's president in exile.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: In Westchester. In Westchester. Of, <laughs> but you know, that can be exile. But, you know, it doesn't matter even gender who does next, but we're, we're going to get back there. So, so I'm just saying that that Rama thing, mm-hmm. so everything is there. Now, now the, but one thing I have to say about the name, you see, the Jewish tradition has a very brilliant thing that I like, where the name of God, because they were semi-nomadic And nomads have a better; they get they get less stuck on hierarchies than people who urban people. And they had this great thing where y h w h you can't pronounce it. Mm. It There's no vowel. This is something you never even know in English. We don't know that Mm. without a vowel, consonant has no sound. Did you know that? I only discovered that when I discovered Sanskrit. I I went to all good schools. And in grammar, things that nobody ever mentioned that.
1: It was you know? obvious.
2: We have a crate. Seriously, we have a, no. You try to say a mantra without a vowel.
1: No, you, you can't. They do they. But in Sanskrit, every consonant has a sound. What? In Sanskrit, every consonant has a sound.
2: No. Uh. No, but that's a vowel. Uh, it's a vowel. Uh, it's the primal vow. Uh, okay. It's
1: Brahma. It's right.
2: gonna... uh, the creation of, of the okay, universe. Okay, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. You were saying?
2: So that, you know, the, the, in, in the Indian cosmology, in the time of pralaya, when the universe is in a state of a, a there's multiverse, exactly, when, the, when a local universe within a multiverse is in a state of dissolution, mm-hmm. when there's no sort of earth and whatever, at that time, they don't have an idea that there's energies or atoms or, or quarks or something lying around. They don't have that idea. They have the idea that there are consonants hanging around and the vowels have taken a break.
1: Uh
2: And the consonants are lying around soundlessly. Hmm. And then when uh comes, the uh comes and picks them up and then articulates the mantras that then create all the objects. Uh And the planet, that's the Indian. Uh So India really had the thing about words create everything. Sure. So that's the thing about it. But, But I just wanted to praise the Jewish thing because... Then then some of the more mystical Jewish writers in English, they go G-D. They mm-hmm. don't put an O in there. Mm-hmm. So you can't really pronounce that. And that's, that's a very good vision. Because also when human beings say a name of something, they think they've controlled it. yeah, and So they think, they think it's it. a way of acting arrogant yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they think they know it. God told yeah. me to do this, you know, yeah. that or something, oh, yeah. you know. So, so then, then that sort of, it's a way of absolutizing and acting like they are the mouthpiece of God. Mm-hmm. So when you can't say that name, mm-hmm. it means you acknowledge that the universe is not something you can control, the power of the universe. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of very cool. On the other hand, even in that, you can shape different things with sound and language. So when, you're, when you shape divinity, your notion of the divinity, by saying Ram, 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 mm-hmm. And use the word for joy Mm -hmm. and enjoyment. Mm -hmm. Ramaniya, to be enjoyed in that form. You know, it's a gerundial thing to be enjoyed. Ramaniya means. And then you are saying that this great power that I want to merge myself with out of my devotion, I want to connect to out of my devotion, and I want to feel the presence in me of that, then that is enjoyment you're not saying you're not saying, you know, Jai Dukkha. You
1: know?
2: No, yeah. Dukkha Dukkha, Jai Dukkha, oh, Jai Dukkha, Dukkha, Jai Dukkha. You don't sing that. You're thinking Jai Krishna, Jai Rama. Mm-hmm. And Jai Krishna is like Krishna means black. Right?
1: Dark like a cloud. So yeah. this would Rama's be like this dark. would be
2: Jai Krishna is like the somebody like the guy in black Clansman, Thinking he was talking to a white guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know what I'm talking to, a white guy. Oh, he really is that right? That guy's talking there, you know? I was so cool. Or it was like the kind of joy that Chris Rock uh, emanated Hmm. one day. I happened to be at a dinner where he was president, he just couldn't restrain himself. He'd just seen Black Panther. Uh And he said, They used to say that black movies couldn't really make money. And we just had a movie and the hero was black and everyone was black and the director was black and the Ken Cinematographer was black and everyone was black and in one weekend we made a billion dollars. And all you had to do in that time and you could go around and you fist bump anybody. The guy in the street, you fist bump them and mention Black Panther. And yeah. They felt good. Yeah. And they knew that they would. <laughs> they did <laughs> so India so by loving Krishna yeah. India is transcending where they had a light and dark yeah, yeah. in the uncast, outcast people with mm-hmm. the dark ones yeah. and somehow over centuries that's the love of God mm-hmm. coming there with Radha and him and the gopis and the whole thing mm-hmm. that's beautiful yeah. that's a huge huge cultural achievement which we need we need now, and we can do it faster. Just go watch Black Panther yeah. <laughs> fifty times. Anyway, never mind. It's okay. No mind. Or mind. blue people. You know, we can love, we love blue people. Actually blue, blue blue black. They associated the blue black Krishna with the thunder cloud of the monsoon, you know.
1: Yeah.
2: Color of the monsoon dark clouds, thunder cloud.
1: Dark cloud, very dark
2: you know and the avatar has the blue hero you know Mm -hmm. the indians and the avatar are blue
1: yeah
2: and they were nice did you notice that when they won they were nice they didn't kill those people they in the war the casualties happened but once they they sent them home they sent the little corporate guy home (laughs) okay okay why? Why? Why is everybody laughing?
1: I don't know. Are they laughing? That's I the whole point. Because they just went on a Gi- long trip Gi- and Robert found themselves back up. just where they were. That's why. It
2: means cheer up. <laughs> huh? Look, cheer up. It means cheer up. Look. No, did commit yeah. suicide.
1: I can't, I can't be miserable it, by, around watch, Bob, that's for sure.
2: What's your buddy? Huh. What's a bhangra buddy? He <laughs> cheered up. Look how cheery he is. He's super cheery. That's India.: oh, oh It is.:
1: It is. It's Indian.
2: <laughs> well, what time is it: Time to go to sleep.: Oh,.: wait, wait. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. OK. There is a special sleep yoga. I to is, share uh, with you. Hold on. Yeah. Hold we'll on, do that on, tomorrow
1: for three hours.: I want to say something.
2: And one more thing. <laughs> okay. One more small thing, we do have a few minutes. OK according to the schedule. And this is that. When you fall asleep tonight, you, as you're muttering, Ram, Shai, Ram, Ram, Jai, Ram, 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 Jai, Krishna, Hare, Krishna, Hare, Hare. Then when you do that, as you fall asleep, right, your lights are out, and you close your eyes. And hopefully, you know, this: your roommate isn't noisy if you have one, on the walls or not this and that. In my case, is easy. I just turn off my hearing aids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, but you don't think that even though your last moment of consciousness is slipping into a darkness, you don't think that that's where you spend the night. Because the clear light of the void, the bliss energy of the universe, of Ram and everybody, is... Transparent It's not a bright light But it, and it's not a darkness. It's a gray light But it's like an infinite energy of transparency and the reason I say that is that we are all educated to think that at the bottom of the universe is nothingness and That when we die we will be nothing And even we believe in reincarnation or even we've done Hinduism or Buddhism We have a subliminal feeling that this is the only life because we're educated like that. We hear it from all the supposed authorities in, in, you know, not in churches, but in science classes. And you know, they write popular books, you know, Steven Pinker and people that, you know, they, that they assure us that that, form, that future life stuff that some weirdos in California, you know, telling your fortune you're gonna be reborn as Cleopatra or something. I mean, really, they to they, they make it sound ridiculous where it's actually it's obvious that nobody gets to die and stay dead because there there's no nothing we all know for sure there is no such thing as nothing is anybody unsure about that do they think nothing is something <laughs> well the scientists do and they assure us that nothing is something and not only is it something it's some place and it's where we go when we die so subliminally we reinforce that false view very crippling view that's to our spirituality, very crippling. We reinforce it by falling asleep and thinking we lay in dark, dark nothingness. And then we wake up. Because there's no sense of time when you're sound asleep, right? Isn't that annoying? If you, if you don't sleep long enough, you wake up, you're still tired. Terrible. But if you really have a good sleep, you wake up all energized, right? You couldn't have got energy from nothing, could you? Nothing has no energy to give you. Where would the energy have come from? if you lay in nothingness. So the thing is, you lie in the transparency of the pre-dawn, twilight, gray light of infinite energy. You lie in a bath of infinite energy. And that's why you're so ready to go and chant and meditate and understand new things in the morning. Okay? Okay. But you don't see that. Because you are that already, so you can't see it. What you see is you go into dark, you let go of everything to rest in darkness. And that's very nice, and darkness is also friendly, because it's not nothing either, okay? There is no nothing, so don't worry. But it's always something, so do worry. (laughs) What kind of something, what kind of something is it gonna be is very key. So with that, Sweet dreams. Good night. Okay? Beautiful. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And remember to pray for Sharon. Yeah. For your Before your dream, say, say some chants for Sharon. This is all for Sharon this weekend. Okay.
0: Thank you so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Kirtan Mala Foundation. Krishnadas is renowned for leading kirtan, the spiritual practice of chanting, and workshops around the world. For more information about him, including upcoming events, please visit krishnadas.com. K R I S H N A D A S.com. We also invite you to visit kirtanmalafoundation.org k-i-r-t-a-n-w-a-l-l-a-h-foundation.org. Here you will find more offerings dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba. Love everyone, serve everyone. Remember God. Ram Ram.